You're listening to the Twisted Sisters podcast with Allie, a fiery realtor queen, and Samantha, a gypsy wandering her way through life while navigating being a rock star woman with ADHD. Both are former teen moms of two who have faced challenging adversities. They're here to break stereotypes, get real with you about the messiness of life, and remind you that we're all just a little twisted. Hello, you guys are tuning in to the Twisted Sisters podcast. I am your host, Samantha Mello, and my co-host here is Allie Angren, and we are tuning in now to part two of a four-part series with our mamas, Kathy and Kathy. So if you have not listened to part one, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to that one before you tune into this one, but um, obviously, however you want to listen to it is fine. Um, But in this episode, we just get to cover more of life, and I'm excited for you guys to hear more of this story, and uh, I hope you guys are enjoying everything, and have a fantastic day. Enjoy this episode. Please let us know your thoughts and feelings, and we love, 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 love hearing your stories and how you're impacted by different people we have on and different stories. So thank you again for listening. So talking about Lorelai brings, how is it raising two strong women, personalities? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's a joy. It's a joy. It's been great. It's very character building. Um, it's developed a lot. Why in me. are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> it has been a joy, actually. It's been hard at times, but it's a joy. I think it's been a joy, but I don't think that you started out as strong willed as you are now. And I don't, Sam didn't really start out that way either. I mean, even when she was little, she was like, my mom used to call her my tumor because she was like stuck to me all the time. Sure. Like, please just. You know, and so now did, I can't get her to hug me. Did you find, did you guys find out what you were having or was it a surprise? Well, in those days, uh, the ultrasounds were like, is that a leg? <laughs> I, I think that might be a head. Wait, is that is the head? A baby in there? I never knew any of my kids because you couldn't tell. No. no. I didn't know. But Allie. honestly, being on my own, I just remember, I really remember this so clear. They're just like, God. I need a girl. Like, I need a girl. I can't do a boy. This was too hard. I don't want another boy. I need a girl. And I even had a girl name picked out and no boy name because if it wasn't a girl, I don't know what we were going to do. It was going to be a boy named Samantha. (laughs) Samuel. Yeah, it was hard. I mean, I just knew I wanted a girl. Well, then your soul was telling you you were having a girl. Right? Yeah. God blessed you then. And she wanted to come. I was in labor two months before I actually had her. Off and on. Wow. I mean, she just, like, my son Sounds wouldn't like come out, my and my life. daughter wanted to come out, like, it's now. Excited. Yeah, and That's she was funny. still born a month early. Wow. So, and, but we were home after five, six days, something like that, so. Isn't that amazing that we got to stay in the hospital that long? <laughs> yeah. You guys are in and out in 24 yeah, hours. Yeah, Well, I, we're a cesarean. I had her Sure, cesarean. but even cesareans, yeah. I feel like they're yeah. only there for, for like, two days, two days now, and yeah. then they send them home. I know. Yeah. So when um when you had Allie, what was that like? Did you did you guys have anybody in your rooms? Did you guys have what was it like delivering a baby for us? Well, your dad 
decided to show up like a few days earlier because he had nowhere to go or something. And by that time, I was emotionally spent. And he was actually supposed to be staying with Jake at the apartment. And I actually didn't, he wasn't in there when you were born. He came like the next day. So that was alone. It was lonely. Yeah. You know, um, when I came home from the hospital, I came home to, he was supposed to like clean the apartment. There was dishes all over the kitchen. Like there was, it was just a disaster. Just I was like, yeah. Just leave. Exactly. That's basically what I said. Listen, I can do this on my own. Yeah. Yeah. That was a hard one. But you were my little peanut. Like you fit in my arms. Like you were like six pounds, four ounces right there. Just carried you around. That's why you were my tumor. Yeah. <laughs> like this all the time. <laughs> and when you weren't here, I traveled to the Northern California a lot. So I put her in a backpack nice. to go on the plane. So she, and then while I was cleaning house, she's in my backpack. We're <laughs> going to the store, she's in my backpack. So you were always like up here. <laughs> <laughs> was what was it like when my dad met me? What was that like? Well, he called you sweetie sweetie pie, like sweet pea. I think he didn't know what to do. He grew up with boys. So he didn't ever have girls around. So I think it was plus he was in his own turmoil in life, you know, but I think it impacted him. And you know that because of the relationship you guys had. And for whatever he could be, he was. He just mm-hmm. wasn't able to be as much as... A partner to you. Yeah. Or even a full-on 24-7 father. Wow. He couldn't even take care of himself. No, he couldn't. Else. He could not. You know, yeah. so... Um, I mean, I remember it being sweet to watch that. I mean, you could see moments of probably regret, but it was more like, I wish I had this, but yeah. I know I can't have this. Yeah. Yeah. So it was nothing about you or Jake or even me. It was really about him. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Kathy Coffey? Um, Allie's dad was involved. Um, when I, I had moved into my first own apartment while I was dating him, I dated her dad for like five years. Um, Where did you guys meet? We met at a nightclub. He was security, and I was serving, bartending um, in Apple Valley. And he had a full-time day job during the week. He had been divorced. He had a young daughter when I met him. Um, I, I, he was nothing like my normal that I would pick, it seemed like. We called him Flannel Man, which wasn't really my <laughs> cup of tea per se. What was your cup of tea back then? Um, Leather I think man. more bad boy. <laughs> Leather man. Harley, <laughs> bad boy. <laughs> Um, well, you were with your high school sweetheart, and he was very... He was very preppy and, yeah. and studious, mm-hmm. and but very into cars and four-wheeling and all yeah. of that. Um, but Al was, you know, 6'5", wore flannels, cowboy boots, crew cut. I mean, nothing like I would normally pick. Right. Yeah. But we became friends first and then ended up dating, and we partied hard. We had a lot of fun. We were all young. We partied with everybody that worked at the club. You know what I mean? You become that family and you're young, and we had a lot of fun. Um, And then I was living in a townhouse with one of the girls that I worked with there, and then I finally got my own apartment, like the upstairs, downstairs apartment. (laughs) thought I was just going to be the hot, young girl in my own pad. You know, the, like, mob carpeting and, (laughs) you know, all that stuff. My mom helped me decorate it, and I was so excited, and I was there, like, a month, and I found out I was pregnant. Um, so 
we had our turmoil at that point because I started to see the substance abuse with alcohol. You know, I'm pregnant now. I'm not out partying. I'm planning a family, and he's gone 24-7. Not come home for days. So I started to see the red flags, but you're trying to do the right thing. Um, My father also had substance abuse, and so I always told myself that I wasn't going to put myself in that situation um, like I saw with my mother struggling. Um, And so the red flags went up, and I remember I was eight months pregnant, and we were still together, and I was still trying to see if this was going to work. And I fell down the flight of stairs at my apartment oh, man. Um, by myself. Of course, I was in five-inch heels <laughs> and some big... And eight months pregnant. And, yeah, and fell down. Fell down on my back head first. Really scared Ooh. me. Called my parents. My father came, which is rare. I mean, I was really close with my mother, but my father was very protective of me, it seemed like, during that. Came, and he said, where is Al? And I'm like... Well, here's all the numbers to the bars that he hangs out. And my dad's face was like, are you kidding me, Kathy? Like, girl, you got to start reevaluating some decisions. Was that hard? Was that hard to, like, admit that he wasn't there and to, like, admit that? I don't think it was was hard for me to admit it just because I've seen the substance abuse. My brother, my father. Yeah. um, It's all you You know what I mean? I see how that affects your personal life and how they just spiral down. It's super sad. And I'm the caregiver. I'm the fixer. I'm going to make everything better. So I think that I was not living in reality. And maybe growing up and seeing that so much that it does become more normal yeah. to you. Yeah. Yeah. Versus then. And comfortable, kind yes. of. Yeah. Because it's like, that's what you know. That's what you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so he did. We ended up. Ha- the alley was fine, obviously. Um, <laughs> For the most part. We, <laughs> she came out wearing yeah. heels. Yeah. She came out in a half top and heels. But <laughs> yeah. <she was> fine. <laughs> But yeah, we came, we he was in the birth with her, just him and I. Yeah. Um, and we brought her home to the apartment, and then my push present, which really wasn't prevalent back then, but now it is. Um, he bought me a trailer. <laughs> a lucky girl. Wow. <laughs> so I was leaving my locked mob apartment for a trailer. It wasn't even a double wide. It's a trailer. <laughs> And my mom and dad bought me a washer and dryer, which was, I was so thankful. And I moved into my apartment, or I mean into my trailer, trailer. and I wallpapered it and did anything I could to make it funky. And Al went to work, and Al proceeded to go to happy hour, and Al proceeded to live his life, and I proceeded to raise a very colicky, unhappy little baby girl yeah. by myself. And so by about a year, I figured it out and was out. Yeah, and my mom came and moved me I was with me. Say, I remember Grandma saying, "Me what and it, Fran." What happened? I remember him. She saying, "Well, you messed with the Hulk or yeah. something," because he was such a big. Man. Yeah, Dave, or Al didn't have a temper temper no. at all, and I would go linear because you're trying to raise a baby and yeah. he's gone all yeah. the time. Um, and so I would, I have a temper, and I would go linear when he would come home. And one day I went linear. And I was sitting on the bed, and he picked the whole mattress up and flipped me off the bed. And I called my mother like, can you believe? And she said, Kathy, you've been pushing King Kong for about a year. And I think King Kong pushed you back. And I said, okay, you're right. And that was kind of my clue. Like, I got to get out of here. This isn't good. She deserves better. 
did I deserve better. Did you struggle with postpartum he at all? He deserves better. I don't think no. that I did. I think that, and, I'm, and maybe I could have, you know, I don't remember that. I just know that every day at 2.20, I'd call my mom and I would lay her. She never napped, ever. Um, and so my mom, I would sit out on the front stoop of the trailer oh. and I would talk to my mother for 25 cry. minutes. And my mom would talk me through it while she screamed. Oh, because you have nobody to hand. I, I know that. Know. I went through that with I her, too. I know that with yeah. Lorelai. Lorelai yeah. was like that, too. And it was just, it was exa- it's exhausting yeah. when you don't have that. I mean, granted, I had you guys, but Matt was one of the only people that could really calm her down other than me and Papa, really. I mean, but it was hard. It's exhausting. Yeah. And yeah. it's, yeah. you just, you lose your mind. Yeah. You yeah. literally yeah. lose your I just mind. remember laying you down because you, like, Jake had a room and then you and I shared a room with her. In fact, the two days before I had her, I wallpapered the wall. So I appreciate wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, were nesting. <laughs> you guys were yep. nesting. Yep. I would put her in the room because I couldn't. I tried to feed her, change her, do everything, nothing. Put her in the room. I would put a towel <laughs> by the door just so I could not hear it yeah. for a minute. Just had to walk away for like 15 minutes. Yeah. And she just cried, 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 cried. And then I'd go in and pick her up and she'd still cry. And Yeah. That was about six months. And then around the six to eight month, you you got more you, you put you so went in the backpack and so then you were with like me all the time identical to Allie too as soon as she could sit up happiest yeah, I baby I ever raised and she was super happy yeah and that might have been some now of it. you nap all the time yeah I'm just kidding you sleep you were a sleeper <laughs> I, I you're a sleeper because you never slept when you were yeah, a baby, baby. <laughs> oh I like naps I'm a napper I can't nap but I can sleep in that's why I get so mad at people Not me. who can nap. Like I think it is funny on our <laughs> vacations. We do. I like pass out. She works and like her showers or just something, and I take a nap. And then I'm up at like eight, boop, or seven thirty, and she's like trying to be quiet. But <laughs> did you breastfeed? Uh, I tried a little bit, but it was I just it was hard being the only parent too, yeah. and to do that and be, never have I mean like literally I would go in the shower sometimes and just stand in the shower just to not hear yeah anybody else and yeah. you were like away from your family so I mean like yes my family all lived in Northern California and so I was I mean, in you San really Diego just had friends yeah. that you had made in that yeah. area which you'd only been friends with for not, not even long. a year well really. a couple years three years four years some of them I mean, but, but still nothing much Aunt nothing. Kathy was the only one who lived down there which Aunt Kathy Aunt Kathy oh Aunt, uh Poppy's sister yeah Aunt Kathy do we have another Aunt Kathy um <laughs> <laughs> I'm just checking because oh I had to think about for that. For some reason, I was thinking Aunt Tina. Right. Well, I'm Kathy. sure we only have one Aunt Tina also. No. I was just thinking, did your <laughs> just all the Kathy's? Did your grandma have 500 Kathy Kathy's? Both of them. So Kathy? my dad's. That's where I got so. I know, but yeah, my, <laughs> my dad's sister's name was Which Kathy, Kathy also. Wow. So yeah, yeah power so. to the Kathy's. I know. Yeah, mm-hmm. raising know. some great young ladies <laughs> over mean, here. I listened to your stories and I'm just like blown away because I know how hard it was for me just with Lorelai, but um, I still had a, an amazing support system and even with Hayden too. Um, I had my mom. I mean, she couldn't drive yeah, to me, but still, I had like, my mom to call. You're still just like, it's it's, it's not hard. easy. It's still no. not easy. Well, it's hard. And you think that you're old at 23. And then when I look back to what I was doing at 23... Yeah. But I mean, are I you, I look back and I'm still kind of grateful that I did a lot of that at such a young age. Like, I really enjoy who I am now. That's like, I'm glad that I'm not say. doing that at like, you know, 35, learning all that. Like, 
it's kind of nice to have yeah. done all that. And like, I mean, granted, I did it all over again, but it's different with your second. You already know what's going on. Exactly. Um, but with your first, like watching some of my friends go through that, you know, like in the middle of their lives. Well, and just having the the bond, like my mine and my mom's bond is like no other bond because I felt like you held on. I held on to you and you held on yes. to me. Well, Alan was my blessing. And I mean, I may have not planned her. I wasn't married, but... I was so excited to be a mom. And I think that it was just finally not something that I can take care of because I am such a caregiver that is actually going to grow to be part of me and yeah. not, yeah. you You're know not what I mean, and other entities that I'm trying to help and fix and do. Yeah. Like, I was very, very excited. I would change things, obviously, that her, her dad and I could be together and that it would have worked out wonderfully for her. Yeah. No, you never want your children to go through you know, he kind of just went away. I mean, he has, he's still kind of away. You know what I mean? And yeah. that affected her. Yeah. We tried to build it through the years. So you certainly don't wish that upon, but I think did we she both are very me? grateful for our stepfathers, yes. though, too. Did she yeah. teach me how to be an adult? Yes, she did. Did yeah. she give me um, a, a straight, narrow, like, you got to work, you got to get your shit together, you're not a kid anymore, and let's go? Yes. Yeah. And I think that that's what it, I needed, and that's kind of the path that I wanted. <coughs> You know, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and I think it was it was hard to be a single mom, but it was better to be a single mom than it would have been to stay married in a really dysfunctional oh, relationship. No, I think that would have been really devastating overall. Yeah, then I didn't have to have. I mean, even though I felt responsible for certain things, I wasn't responsible for him yes. <laughs> and what he did. He had to be responsible. And mind you, I would fill in the gap a lot. I would buy presents and I would do things just because I wanted them to feel loved. Yeah, yes. It didn't, it wasn't about him, but I wouldn't change that. No, because it would have been so dysfunctional. That's just it. You have that fork in the road almost, right? And it's like, I can go down this route, but eventually he's going to bring me down. Or oh, I can yeah. go this other yeah. route and hopefully there's some light at this. Which is, we were in that when he went in the military, it was like, well, oh yay, we're going on this road. We're right. actually going to make this happen. And it, it was just a detour, you know? Yes. Yeah. And then there's Kevin. Yeah. So then you guys both met the men that you are with now. Yeah. And so how long have, um, well, I'll let you guys talk about your stories. I won't even get into it. Cool. Uh, Kevin and I will be married 31 years in June. And 31 years feels so long. So much life. <laughs> and it was, we were young. We were, he's six years younger than me. So how old were you guys when you got married? I was 29 and he was 24. So, yeah. and I turned 30 right after that. He had just turned 24. But never had kids, never had a really a one girlfriend. Grew up with boys. I don't know what we were thinking. <laughs> <laughs> but and what was he doing in California? So he lived in he grew up in Minnesota, but he he came into the cellular industry right at that time. And so then uh, he was working for a independently owned company, and then they, I don't know, there's a whole story in that, and maybe someday you guys will do the fathers, but he, he ended up in Orange County, working in Orange County, and decided to live in North County, San Diego, which is Oceanside, is where I was, yeah. and we were both singles, and we started doing life together at the church we were at, and that's how we met. We were friends for like a good year before all of a sudden one day he was leaving for Minnesota at Christmas and came by before he left and dropped he, he would do stuff with the kids and all of us. We were all big, lots of people. We would do things. 
And he, the kids all had presents and he bought me these floral pants. I mean, okay, this is like 1990, 91-ish. Floral pants, floral jacket, really cool. It was really cool. Now I look back and go, floral, because his mom <laughs> likes floral. I was shocked that he bought me clothes. Like, my ex-husband bought me like gray sweats once, you know, <laughs> for Christmas. Uh, after he'd gone shopping for two days, you know, that kind of stuff. But anyway, <laughs> shopping. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to the store. I'll be back in an hour. <laughs> so uh, we went to the door to say goodbye. And also he turned around like he was going to kiss me. And I wow. went, like, what? Like, so for a week, it was like, what the heck was that? Because then he left for Minnesota. Yeah. And he leaves for Minnesota. I'm what like, what the heck was that? Movie. What the heck was that? <laughs> then he comes back and he calls. He says, hey, you want to go to McDonald's for lunch? I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> did you wear your floral suit? <laughs> I probably did wear my floral yes. stuff. And my, like, cobalt blue shirt yes. underneath. Um, we took the kids to McDonald's. He's like, I don't know what that was. I go, I don't either. And he goes, but I think it might be something. And I went okay. And he goes, you want to like kind of date? And I go, okay. <laughs> so we're like 27 and I mean, 28. I was like 28, almost 29. He's 23. He's 23. And we're like, okay, <laughs> let's date. Wow. And we, we didn't ever. So, it, I mean, it is really cool because I feel like the Lord knew what I needed. We only dated in couples, like double dated. Uh, we were never, we didn't put ourselves, I, you know, he didn't know, but I knew what that would get us in trouble with probably. And he kind of did. And we just decided we weren't going to do he that. He had so much hurt. And so yeah, much, it like, was, we were going to build on the that. heart and nothing I know, physical. and you had already lived this whole I adult had. life to me. Totally. Like when I'm thinking you're only 28 and you've already been through what you've been through. This it's whole like, life. Wow. Okay. I know. And uh, so that was in December, and we started dating exclusively in February. He asked me to marry him in March, and we got married in J June. Jeez. And and we it was I mean it is so cool to say we stayed pure. Uh, when we went on our honeymoon, it was nothing I'd ever experienced before. So it was for both of us. It was pretty special. And we hit some rough roads in this thirty years. We've had some rough roads, but those times kind of take you back to wait a minute. This is really something special that we started all this on. So, yeah, um, yeah. and now here so we are. So awesome. um, he never, you guys never had children together? No, we so. did not. In fact, after we got married, I had had my tubes tied after Samantha. Okay. <laughs> I was like, tie my tubes. Well, we won't, well, we'll give you some time to think about, no, tie my tubes. <laughs> you know, it was just like, and I kind of regret that because it was all an emotional, you know. Yes, yeah. But we were going to have my tubes untied. We were seeing a doctor and stuff. And then I started having... Uh, some female issues and stuff, and within a year, I had a hysterectomy. Wow. And so we, and, and which was around the same time that we actually ended up, we were, we hit a lot of road, big old bumps in the road the first two years of our marriage, which we ended up going apart. And that's a whole story in itself, but it was a lot of emotional stuff, and um, it was devastating. It was devastating for him, it was devastating for me, and it was rough. And we didn't know how to take care of each other at that time. Because you loved each other, but you didn't have the tools. No. In Emotionally, make, yeah. yeah. And, and I felt like not only was I having this hysterectomy and going through all this pain for over a year of trying to deal with all this stuff, but then he was worried about not having kids, which I totally understand that yeah. now. But at the time, I'm like, you don't love me enough, you know? And, you know, it was just this whole thing. And, and I don't really get their frontal cortex at 26. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. So it's so crazy because I don't ever, I don't remember meeting him. Like 
I remember him just being a part of our life. Yeah. So I just, I mean, and I'm sure that was. Well, because you were like only not even two when he came into the picture. Yeah, because we lived in Oceanside and that whole first year was just, it was like we were all part of the singles. You know, we had some kids, some of the singles had kids, some didn't. And some of them were like teenager, like, you know, young adults. And so it was just a lot of fun. Yeah. I don't think I ever, but I remember like when you guys, uh, I would say I, I more remember when you got remarried that second time yeah. that was more of a I think I understood what was actually going on yeah. but I don't know if I ever really considered him dad like I don't yeah. think it was ever like this is your stepdad this is your right. dad it was such a weird concept but it wasn't until then that I realized like oh you guys are married and yeah I understood the concept of this is my stepdad and this is my you know and it was yeah. Kevin he's always just been Kevin and I saw so like part of me looking back now wishes like it would have created more of a habit to call him dad but i didn't because i had my 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 dad was still in the picture but it was just a different it was a very different relationship because it started he was kevin yeah and it was just kevin and that's just a name to me but he knows like you're looking at your dad like a unicorn yeah oh he and like i look back and i think what 26 year old would find a woman 24 year old excuse me 24 year old yeah 23 23 23 with a woman with three like that i know that is like and i was not really hot you know yeah she was was like tits on a (laughs) she was just tiny with these things she was hot I hid them though. Hair, I was a like, I was a stunning. Christian now, and she I had was to dress stunning, very conservative. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't matter because you just were. Like, I don't know how we fell in love. I know. I think about that often. I'm like, how did how did this even? How did we even? Like, yeah, what twenty three year old goes? I'm gonna marry this lady who has three but kids that's love. and like, ex- and two ex husbands in the picture. You know, <laughs> let's just do that. Yeah, I don't know. That's probably why I'm still single because I'm like, if this. This man can do all this. And, like, I still have yet to – I've never seen that man check out another woman. I have never yeah, seen no, him. that's true. Like, uh, a uh, Victoria's Secret commercial comes on. The guy walks out of the room. Yeah, like, yeah. he has so much respect, yeah. so much just love. Like, he is the epitome of, like, a true just – gentlemen and, and you know it's because of his beliefs because of who yeah. he has chosen to be yeah and, and i want to say that my like your dad was a womanizer you know i mean in in randy i mean i'd never had any guy in my life who wasn't a womanizer kind of guy you know what like looking at pretty women or whatever like that and it's true kevin i've never ever ever had a thought like you know even in our rough times of like oh what if he found somebody else or what if he's looking or you yeah. know it's just not that no, it's just not never. who he is it would never happen and that's a nice yeah. security feeling to have. Yeah, it is. Because I never had that. And then I didn't even see what a gift that was. And sometimes I still forget that that's yes. a huge gift. That is oh, a huge, huge gift. gift. It's a huge gift. Yes. Huge yeah. gift. So thank you for bringing that up. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we will just blame that on why I'm still single and just a mess. Because right? no, you I'm can't find a, a good I'm guy like looking. Kevin. <laughs> I know. So what brought you to Minnesota Oh my gosh. So we got married in 91, split up, <laughs> got remarried in 95. Okay. So oh, yeah, then sorry. he started working on me. Let's move to Minnesota. I'm like, I'm never moving to Minnesota. And then finally. Where like, is Minnesota? Yeah. No, I had been here a few times and I just was like. Well, let's just say how dramatic it was when we would come here because we came during the winter. Oh, it was just stupid. We never I don't know why we ever did that. Snow or bad weather. No. And like the trips out here were so dramatic. It was yeah. like 
blizzards and storms and yeah and we'd have to drive it all in one shot in fact one time we were driving here and we hit kansas city and it'd been overnight driving and i said if you pull this truck over right now i'm jumping i mean i'm serious i am jumping like tears i'm like ah you know like this and he's like he goes we're only six hours away i go if you want me to meet your parents like this keep driving we pulled over. We got a hotel. And I looked at everybody and said, everybody go pee. Because once you're done in there, I'm going to the bathroom. And I don't know when I'm coming out. And I just ran a hot tub. I mean, it was like, that was the last trip we ever made like that. If You know, we like planned it. We'd stay halfway Day, through. Yes. But no, my husband's like, gotta get there. He's still like that. And I just go, no. I'm I don't sure even get in the car. My can relate to I that. can relate to that a lot. <laughs> I, was, I remember that moment, though. I thought, I really am going to open this car and jump. <laughs> like... My hand is going for the handle right now. <laughs> tuck and roll. Just tuck and roll. It's going to be fine. And it wasn't like you were going to like Minneapolis or even Burnsville for that matter. It was Morristown. Well, yeah. Was... How, what was the population? Then? Oh, it's still like 800 or so. Fairbolt, yeah. Well, they lived out in the country in Fairbolt, but like I think Morristown's maybe 750. I don't I even don't know. I don't know. I just remember thinking, where are they? Yeah. Are there Amish like, people? Yeah. Yes. And buggy. <laughs> I, yeah. Do they have electricity? Where's the grocery store? And then it was like. They didn't have a wood stove. So, I mean, like, it was super dramatic of, like, I'm like, like. I know. We would take day trips to Mankato. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's like. Mankato. It, it, I, this, yeah, you definitely can't take. Or Madison Lake. I know this little store in Madison Lake. We can shop for you know yeah. little figurines. Quilts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wool. Yeah, Fairbolt's famous for their wool. Yeah. Oh yes. my gosh. I, but yeah, um, I, it is funny. You can't take the Cali girl. I still, I think that's still in us. The yeah, the beach and the all the good stuff. Yeah, I enjoy visiting. California. Here or California, California. Minnesota? Yeah. Oh, but anyway, how'd we end up here? Uh, Kevin tried to move us in 97, and everything went awry, and it was not good. And then I said, okay, Lord, if I'm going to move to Minnesota, I have to know that it is you and not Kevin. Yeah. And the next year, that happened. Great. You're listening to the Twisted Sisters podcast. With Allie, a fiery realtor queen, and Samantha, a gypsy wandering her way through life while navigating being a rock star woman with ADHD. Both are former teen moms of two who have faced challenging adversities. They're here to break stereotypes, get real with you about the messiness of life, and remind you that we're all just a little twisted. 